Hello and welcome to The Forum, a podcast from Slate Church hosted by myself, Luke Betker, and Brandon Richardson, bringing you ideas, perspective, conversations, and interviews. Thanks for tuning in. Well, here we are, episode number two of The Forum. Number two. This is awesome. We've heard lots of great stuff from episode one, so hopefully uh, hopefully, <laughs> episode two lives up to that. I think it will. We got a great episode today. Um, you know, later on in the show, we're actually airing um, a, a segment uh, that w- we've changed the name, okay? In our first episode, we called it one thing, but hey, we're going to continue to get better here at the forum, all right? So what we were calling unedited, we're now going to call our deep dive, and... Um, we got something really cool coming up for that 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 segment later on because Brandon and I actually actually recorded a segment at one of Slate Church's team nights. Oh, it was so fun. And it was awesome to be able to do that, and we're excited to be able to air that for you. We did sort of a, a leader's lab, uh, which is something we do often, and we talked about all kinds of great stuff. So make sure you tune in uh, to that a little bit later on in the show. It's going to be really good. We're excited for it. Um, you having a good week, Brandon? I'm having a great week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's coming, coming to springtime. We've, uh, had a few more days above zero here oh, in Canada. Thank God. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's feeling warm. <laughs> it's feeling great. feels like potential is in the air. Yeah, I agree. All the parts that died in me over the winter uh-huh. are starting to come alive. <laughs> I, I feel the same. It's like, finally we're seeing the sun. Uh, yeah. It's a bit rainy today, but it's warm. So I don't even care. Yeah, exactly. I feel good. I feel like I just want to get going in life. Just want to make things happen. It's wonderful. I, I just want that. to wear shorts. Yeah, yeah, you're a shorts guy, aren't you? <laughs> I'm a shorts guy and a and a muscle shirt guy. <laughs> I hate clothing. That's right. You. Uh, th- this is something weird that I know about Brandon. Here's a here's a peek behind the curtains. Brandon is always complaining about clothes, like not liking the way they feel. <laughs> yeah. So if you're walking around and you find yourself in Waterloo this summer and I'm wearing a muscle shirt, I'm not trying to prove anything. I just wish I didn't have to wear anything at all. <laughs> and we're all thankful that that, yeah. that I am, including myself. Nobody yeah. wants to see that. No kidding. But uh, yes, I, I am also glad that finally it's getting warmer outside. It's a nice thing, but it's also awesome. Uh, to have the forum launched and happening. And we're in episode two now. It's a lot Come of fun. On. And our graphic is amazing, oh is it not? Oh, my goodness. Shout out to Sarah Camo. Sarah Camo, you are a legend. It is unreal. She does an incredible job. She's uh, her, her and her husband, Frank, a uh, great part of our church. We love them so much. And um, Sarah is just a phenomenal graphic designer and artist. She truly is an artist um, in every sense of the word. And she's just great. You can follow her on Instagram at Sarah Faith Camo, C O M E A U, and uh, yeah, go go check out some of her other work. The truth is, is she belongs to our creative team. Uh, yep. She she's a member on our uh, creative team, and yep. and everybody on that team is so talented. And oh, so seriously. we just you know shout out to the entire Slate Church, yes, uh, creative team, the ones that get shouted out and the ones that don't. Yeah, um, we couldn't do it without you. I oh, would love it. It's it, it. They are absolutely phenomenal. And uh, thankful for the contribution they make to even putting out the forum every single week. Absolutely. It's a great thing because uh, we couldn't do it on our own. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, yeah. So it's pretty amazing. But, hey, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back 
with one of our favorite segments, Slate Recommends. All right, welcome to Slate Recommends. This is where we recommend um, content that we've been engaging with, whether it be books, podcasts, all different kinds of things that have been adding value to our lives in one way or another, and we would love to share them with you. So uh, we're going to jump right into this and talk about some things that we're recommending this week. Brandon, what are you thinking? Yeah, well, uh, you know, I've, I've been thinking on this, and uh, in, in one sense, like every two weeks, uh, recommend a book option. I mean, that we both kind of shoot for reading a book every two weeks, but uh, the truth is a lot of you listening probably don't have that kind of time, although we probably will stu- still do that because... Um. Yeah, it's always good. It's always it's good. always a nice thing to have a a, a book in the hopper for what's yeah, nice. and <laughs> and you probably aren't going to read all the books that we are, so maybe one out of three you yeah. pick up or whatever. But uh, I want to start off with a non book recommendation, okay? Only because it actually it helps my reading, it helps my everyday life, it helps um, even podcasting meetings, all the rest. And it seems simple, but. Uh, I just want to recommend a good old standard notebook for your life. Okay. And for me, and I know for you, we, we tend to side with, uh, with uh, moleskin notebooks. Sure. But I always have a moleskin on me, and the reason for it is because you never know when the latest, greatest idea is going to hit you. Both Luke and I, on a weekly basis, are uh, writing messages, and, and you never know when the thought or the next message is going to hit you. You never know when the next leadership principle is going to yep. hit you, the next... Yep. Uh, direction that you should take with leading your teams. And so I found that there are so many ideas that I've had that probably could have changed a significant portion of what I've been leading or the direction I've been giving. And they just haven't. And not because I didn't want to communicate it. It's because I forgot about it. Sure. And so I try to write down as much as I can. And I know that digitally you and I both also use Evernote. Yeah. And uh, the reason for all that is just trying to encapsulate all of the good ideas we can so that you have a greater pool of good ideas to pull from. Yeah, I mean, these are these are some pretty good productivity hacks coming right now, actually. And you people listening, don't you wish you had a notebook right now and you could write that down? <laughs> but a- actually, like a couple of weeks ago, um, I ordered a book from Indigo. And in order to get the free shipping, oh, I had yeah. to find I- – I could either pay $10 for sh- free shipping. Yep. Or if I spent over $25, I would get free shipping. And so I did what I always do. And I'm like, well, let me go see what's on sale. And I'll just find something for about not the $9 that shipping is. And I'll add it to my yeah, order. No and at least I'm getting something and get the free shipping. And so I actually found this moleskin planner. It's like an 18-month week planner. And it's sitting right in front of me right now. It looks great. And honestly, like I have never used a planner too much. Um, and of course, it's like half halfway done because it started last july which is why it was on sale <laughs> yeah, right no kidding um but man it's like made a massive difference just being able to open it every day write down some to-do items for each day and then it's got like just a I, it's just my catch-all yeah it just catches whatever and it sounds so old-fashioned but it does for me something that my phone can't do and i, I have no idea why that's the case because for so long i was just like no i'm not going to use a notebook anymore like that's that's so old paperless school. what like it's not in the cloud like what happens if i lose it it's all gone <laughs> right. it's all but now i'm finding like it's not even about whether or not i remember it forever or not 
it's just like the getting it out onto a piece of into the physical world is more important than having it for the next 35 years stored in the cloud, <laughs> which right. let's be honest, I'm never going to look at it again anyways. Well, okay. So here's, right? here's part of the thing. I, I don't know why I always think so far down the road, <laughs> but you know, whether it be our book conversation we had a little yeah. while ago about yeah. e-reader or actual book okay, or yeah. um, taking notes in a notebook or writing them on our phones, whatever right, else. Right. But I always think so far down the future, like what are my kids going to do with my stuff? <laughs> and you yeah. can't, you can't tell me that my kids are one day going to search the cloud. Not going to For dad's great writings, no. you know, like not going to happen. I, I don't even know if they're going to search the bookshelf for my notebooks, but the truth is, is there's probably a greater probability they will with yeah. a notebook yeah. than searching my Evernote. Like there's no way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, because in a notebook, I don't know it, there's something way more personal about I it. Agree. They'll see your handwriting, yeah, you know, and they'll be able to like feel the texture of the paper. And uh, I, I, I don't know. I think that that's dad touch <laughs> exactly. paper exactly. <laughs> I, I think that that'll be more interesting than uh, you know. Dad looked at this document on the computer <laughs> screen. I don't know. Um, uh, business idea. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, there needs to be some businesses that are turning digital content after you know post mortem the opposite way into physical you know recollections of things. <laughs> now that's interesting because <laughs> there are all these businesses that take your old VHS tapes. Come and, on, and they turn it digital, which is great, it wonderful. Is great. But yeah, I wonder if there will be a time where everybody's like, "Oh, I just wish I had a physical copy of that," <laughs> and so people will be literally printing out books and notebooks artifacts and yeah artifacts 3d printing stuff well okay we all we we sort of do that now with the photo books that we print yeah oh well, absolutely we right we we uh take a digital photo and print it into the real physical world <laughs> so know. basically it's just taking like scrapbooking and making it a, a viable business either way i like it i think I, it's I a like good idea it. i, I yeah. Somebody out there, you can take that. That's for free. Yeah, you go ahead. Just give us credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, that, that's interesting. W- we recommend taking notes on real paper. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but go get yourself a moleskin. Uh, I really do think that that will uh, actually level up your productivity. Yeah. I, I like actually productivity hacks. Maybe that can make its way into I, I think uh, it our should. slight recommend. That, that's always fun to uh, to talk through some productivity hacks, what we're doing. What's uh, What do you have to recommend for us this week, Luke? So I recently started listening to this podcast that has like always been in the top five podcasts of the world for a long time. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I haven't listened to it before, but it's called 99% Invisible. And mm-hmm. I know that there's people listening right now and you're like, you, you're just listening to that. <laughs> you know, uh, yes, I am just listening to that. I'm sorry. But um, it's called 99% Invisible. And it's... Uh, it's an interesting podcast that really looks at um, the way design impacts our lives on an everyday basis, whether oh, wow. that be graphic design or architecture or industrial design or any of these different types of things. And it's just, it's super fascinating in ways that uh, it's accessible for everybody. You don't just have to like be a design nerd or something like that to be interested in it. Um, one episode I listened to recently was classic cartoon sound effects where it talks all about um, different sound effects from old cartoons and how they were made, things like that. Um, I, I also listened to an a- episode called Palaces for the People, which talks about the importance of social infrastructures like libraries wow. in, uh, in in aiding um, people in a city, especially in times of d- 
disaster. Wow. It's fascinating stuff. I learned about a, a skyscraper in Manhattan that was going to fall over. Uh, this is a skyscraper that every single one of us has seen whenever we've looked at the Manhattan skyline. And it, if it wasn't for a budding uh, PhD student uh, at NYU, I think it was, decided to ask a question to the architect, and they realized that there was a massive problem with it. And if they didn't fix it immediately, wow. there was a high likelihood that within 15 years' time, it would come crashing to the ground. And so it's <laughs> it's really interesting things like that. And so uh, I've just been really enjoying uh, learning more. Lo I love to learn. Uh, Brandon and I both really love mm -hmm. to learn things. And it's cool to to sort of just hear about things that you never knew before and, and expand your thinking in that way. So 99% um, Invisible, it's a podcast I've been listening to. I mean, I don't know if we're allowed to do this while we're podcasting, but I just subscribed to that podcast. Oh, cool. There's Sweet. 377 episodes. Yeah. And, uh, There's a lot to catch up on. Well, hey, get started. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sleeping. Just keep them going. I, uh, I just started with the most recent few. I was like, where in the world do I start? I'm like, well, might as well just start here. But right. um, it's it's always fun to jump into a podcast like that that's got a lot of episodes. Absolutely. It's a cool well, thing. the follow-up to that recommend, I'm just going to randomly scroll and stop. Look at that. I'm going to recommend Fountain Drinks oh. from 99% Invisible on November 10th, 2015. Okay, I'm going to listen to it. All right. I'll report back. I'll let you know. <laughs> there we go. Awesome. Well, stay tuned. Coming up next is our deep dive uh, where you're going to join us for one of our leaders labs from one of our team nights. Let's do it. Let's jump into this segment of leaders lab. Come on. Cool. Hey, let, let's let's have another let's have another start because of course uh, we're going to have to explain this all to the people that aren't in the room. But before we do that, I'm, I swear that the ceiling is, it is dripping. Leaking. It is dripping. We're uh, just getting started filling up the baptism tank for two weeks from now. <laughs> You're uh, wondering it, how it'll it was be done. It'll be filled in a couple <laughs> weeks, so uh, come get baptized. All right. So we'll I don't know where it's dripping from, but I see it out of my peripheral every now and then, just like this, like single drops coming down. But yeah, uh, The best thing about water dripping uh, in a building that's not your own is it's not your own. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that is so true, actually. But um, cool. I, I I have to say before we get started yeah. that I, I got a text mid midday yeah. saying that water was leaking in my house, and ah. uh, that didn't make me very like excited. Um, and Emma's still wondering like what like who texted you that? And uh, we'll figure it out, babe. Yeah. And. Uh, if if you're here and you're responsible for that, we we still love you. Oh, David, David, you're the man. Okay, wow. okay, thanks, dude. Okay, here we go. We're gonna we're gonna get started. I don't know why I needed to share that, but I just had to tell Emma, and I forgot to, and I've been away all day, and so I had to let yeah, her, yeah. let her know. So we're gonna introduce uh, this. Uh, we don't even call it a leader lab, though. We call it a what do we call it? Well, I think we call this one a leader's lab. Oh, okay. Yeah, that. Let's do it. Uh, all right. Why don't you introduce it? Luke's got the silky smooth voice, so. All right, here we go. All right, everyone. Welcome to this episode of The Forum with Luke and Brandon. Come on. And we are excited for this new segment of our podcast called Leaders Lab. Come on. <laughs> and you should know 
for those of you listening at home or in your car or wherever you might be right now, that we are recording this live at one of our Slate Church team nights. Come on. So that's who you're hearing right now. We're excited to be doing this. And we've got a pretty cool topic that we're going to be talking around tonight. Yeah, uh, something that we're really looking forward to. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're really believing that this is going to be something that will bring value to your life. Certainly bring value to the life of everybody here. Uh, those people on team at Slate Church. Those people wanting to get on team at Slate Church. And the topic we're talking about tonight is the power of the unseen. I li- Luke, I like that. Sounds good, huh? Yeah, you, you actually came up with this topic this past week. And when yeah. you told me about it... I, I liked it a lot. Uh, it went into my brain space, and I thought, this is, a, this is good. Wow. Come on. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, we want to talk about this because yep. the truth is, is that you and I have been leading for a, a good portion of our lives now. Uh, we were both uh, really uh, impacted by leaders that just let us in to their yep. worlds and, and yep. let us into uh, what, what, you know, leadership looked like. And we talked about this a little bit in our previous podcast, actually, yeah. about some leaders in our lives that just gave us that opportunity. And uh, I think when a lot of people think about leadership, they just see, they think about the things that they see. Yeah. And yet so much of leadership is actually done in, in the unseen. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, it, it's, it's often easy to um, look at, again, what we see of leadership uh, and sometimes we almost idolize that. Sometimes we put it on a bit of a pedestal. Sometimes, like, that's the thing that we are craving yep. is that brief glimpse of the scene. That's right. But oftentimes we don't like to think of the uh, tremendous amounts of unseen work that goes on in the that's background right. that's that right. has brought that person to that moment of being seen that's right. in the spotlight. A- and sometimes uh, we forget about the fact that this person has put countless hours behind the scenes where nobody has been looking. That's right. Where it's not glamorous, where it's not cool, where they're not getting a high five or a hug for a job well done, but it's just been them on their own. But that what they have invested in those unseen moments have actually propelled them into uh, moments in an arena of life where at times they are seen and noticed for what they've done. But what I love about that is that Generally, these type of people, the end goal is not to be seen. Yeah, it's right. actually the process that's involved that's right. and, and a doing it because it's a calling. Yeah. And so whether or not it's something that other people see, uh, that's not the driving force behind it. That's right. It, it's actually the calling and the process of it all in itself that, uh, that, that really makes it up for people, that, that really uh, drives people to do these things. I, I can certainly uh, say that some of the greatest leaders that I have looked to um, I have seen their scene moments, um, but then there have been times where I've been privileged enough to glimpse the behind the scenes That's of right. their lives. That's right. And it's amazing to see the way that they live with such intentionality behind the scenes, mm-hmm. with such excellence behind the scenes, mm-hmm. with, with such discipline behind the scenes. Yeah. Not just when people have their eyes on them, but when nobody is even looking at them. It's a powerful thing uh, to see the way that they live and the way they act. And, you know, as leaders, I know that in our lives, we have experienced that as well. Yeah. That um, it's really the work that goes on when nobody sees yeah. that makes a big difference. Well, I'd be interested in knowing a few of the things that, you know, the work that you put in behind the scenes that nobody sure. sees. I'd be interested to get into that a little bit. Um, but I, I did want to mention, it's this weird thing where sometimes we talk about uh, doing what is in the unseen in yep. order to be prepare for what is seen. Yep. And I think that there are way too many leaders, way too many people living life as if like, okay, the unseen is worth it so that one day I will be seen. Right. 
But I think what we see in Scripture is something radically different. Totally right. In fact, the end goal of doing things in the unseen is not to be seen, right. but is actually to continue being unseen. Right. Right? Like, if, if what we do in our private lives is, uh, is only to prepare us for what is done in the public eyes, yep. then it actually kind of loses a, a bit of its purpose. Like, there is actually purpose in the process mm-hmm. and not just in the actual end result. And what if the end result was actually just the serving? Yeah, exactly. Right? I, I loved it because uh, I was, you know, just thinking about what Jesus had to say about this. In Matthew 6, he's talking about, like, giving to the needy. He's talking about praying. And he says, you know, and when you pray, don't pray like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and be seen by others. Yeah, but right, when you right. do it, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And I love that because the reward is in the unseen. Exactly. It doesn't say, like, hey, pray, pray, pray in the unseen so that one day you'll be invited up on platforms so that you can pray where everybody can see you. Yeah. It just says, hey, the Father's going to reward you right there in the unseen. Um, and, and I think that we, we've got to kind of turn the tide a little bit on what it means to actually be a leader because so much of leadership is actually done and will never be done, actually, in the scene, and it's done in the unseen. We actually uh, went to a visitation about a, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, That's right. for somebody very near and dear to our hearts. And I know he had a big part to play in your life. Yeah. Uh, he's somebody who prayed for you your entire life. That's right, yeah. And uh, I thought it was amazing because we got there, and, you know, one of the best places to experience lines is at a funeral home. Yeah. It just indicates the impact of someone's life. And uh, I was just so impressed because, we, you know, we knew that he impacted our lives. We, I mean, he bought me this book one time, and it was, uh, like, the precious jewels of the Bible. And I remember <laughs> looking at it like, oh, man, it's kind of hokey. Yeah. But, I mean, getting into it, it's, like, it's actually pretty good. And I just, I just remember thinking, like, nobody even would have known he did this for me, poured into my life, prayed into your life. Yep. And we knew the impact he had on us, but I think the greatest or the biggest thing that impacted me was hearing, we couldn't make it to the actual funeral, just yeah. the visitation, but hearing that literally one of the biggest churches in our region couldn't house all the people that showed up for his funeral. That's amazing. And yet, I don't know if anybody in the room would really know his name. That's right. Isn't that amazing? It's wild, isn't it? it yeah. It, it's amazing to see the impact that the unseen can have. Yeah. I, I think, you know, we certainly live in a culture that, that loves to glamorize the scene. It really does. And... It thru- it, sometimes it prematurely thrusts people into the spotlight, oh, yeah. into the scene, and we can see that those people oftentimes don't have any legs to stand on because yeah. they don't have that foundation of uh, discipline and habits and uh, passion in the unseen moments yeah. to actually sustain them through those seen moments. That's right. And uh, I love what you're saying there about this idea that, again, the scene is not the end goal of this. That's like right. That's not the point. Yep. A- and I think very often for people who serve on teams in church, it's a good reminder. It's a good reminder for me to remember that, um, you know, even if human eyes aren't seeing what I'm doing, I know that God is seeing it, right? And so what might be unseen to other people is never unseen to God. Right. So the the waking up and being here at at 530 in the morning to set up a muscle team. Right. Not that many people see it. The people who come to our church don't necessarily see that. But you better believe they feel the effects of it. But you know who does see it? God sees it every step of the way. And, and you know, you know, I I remember us talking this week to uh, Jeff Alviano and uh, and Isaiah Alviano. One of the best families. Oh, incredible. And Isaiah was saying here. uh, I I don't know. How old is Isaiah? Does anybody know? 13. 13. Okay, Isaiah is 13. And Isaiah, listen to this. Isaiah wakes up at 430 on Sunday morning. Come on. 4.30. I don't know any other 13-year-old that is waking up uh, by their own Come on. at 
on a Sunday morning to come to church and help set up. I mean, that is the unseen work. Come on. And he is not begging for a platform. He is not looking for that. But I think what's incredible is, listen, you put in that time and you do those years of faithfully serving, and you can't help but get a platform because of Come it. Come on. Not for your own sake or for what you're doing, but to actually be an example of what it looks like to faithfully serve. Whether you step on the platform that is preached from or not, you have a platform in life, and the way you live your life and the power That's of what so you do in the true. unseen preaches so loud to other people that others can't help but be affected by it. And it's so cool. It's so true. Okay, two things things there because the, one of the interesting things is that uh, and the ir- ironic thing about it is that when you're doing things in the unseen, yep. uh, the father takes notice. That's right. But you see when Jesus is walking amongst all the hypocrites that do things in the scene, he just ignores them. Yeah. It's like, so the irony of it is that God in heaven, you're, be, you're never more seen yep. than when you're doing things in the unseen. That's yeah, incredible. Isn't that amazing? And, uh, and, and, yeah, I, I, I just love it because the other thing is that it, it seems that the people that get the ear uh, or, or people come to them to get their ear the most are the people that are just serving faithfully. Yeah. You know, so often the people on the platform are actually just scary to talk to. And oh, so yeah. nobody really talks to them. No really, really. Yeah. But you know what? You know who people actually talk to? Hey, you've been here for a while. I've been seeing you do yeah. what you're doing. They get talked to. They get culture poured into them. Yeah. So much leadership is done in the unseen. So. Uh, I did want to ask you, though, so sure. what are some of the things that, okay, let's talk about something that is seen, preaching. Sure. I would love to know some of the unseen things that you do. Yeah. And following up on that, what are some of the things that you do that are never seen that actually contribute to a lot of who you are? But let's start yeah. with the preaching one. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if we just go down that road, um, you know, it's an interesting thing because preaching, you can't help but be seen in one regard, right? Yeah. You... Um, you stand up on a platform and you preach God's word as much as, to be honest, it might make uh, someone uncomfortable because it's actually not that natural. I know for me, I am actually uh, much more of an introvert, much more of a like yeah. my whole life I grew up. Don't shine the spotlight on me. Right? <laughs> my whole entire life. I was that kind of person that would run away from it. And um, I think it's amazing where God ends up taking people that that just work faithfully for him. I think it's kind of a crazy thing. But I know that for myself with preaching, um, you know, the standing on the platform aspect and actually delivering is like a tenth, uh, probably less of the amount that actually goes into it. And I I actually think there's a a cool quote. Brian Houston often says this, but people often ask him, like, how long does it take you to prepare a message? And I don't know how old he is. I think he's like 65. He, he always says 65 years, <laughs> that's <laughs> right? That's, that's how long it took me to write that message. That's right. And I think that's kind of a good perspective to have. But it's also important to understand the discipline in doing something that God has placed on your heart and understand that a lot of work needs to go in in those, those behind the scenes. That's right. So I know for me personally, I mean, it's, it's many, many, many hours of work behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's probably an ongoing thing. That's it's right. like a nonstop thing in life when it's a calling where you're always thinking of ideas, always thinking of titles, always, uh, you know, when you read scripture, allowing God to speak to you. And, and it's an interesting thing that happens there because all of that happens in the unseen, every single one of those things. Yeah. Um, and it, it culminates in what is seen. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, uh, and, and listen, anybody who is speaking that's listening to this, you can uh, take this into account. Hopefully, all of the work that you have done in the unseen doesn't uh, serve uh, to make you seen as much as it actually serves to make Jesus seen. That's right. And that's, that's something right. that always needs to be understood when preparing, really, I would say, anything for church. That as soon as we do what we are doing in the church to make a platform for our own so name, good. we have 
undermined the purpose of what the church is. That's right. And we have actually uh, robbed um, uh, uh, people an opportunity to not hear from us who really are not that great, how, however we might view ourselves. But really, we've robbed people an opportunity to instead see Jesus Christ, That's who right. is that great. That's right. And so I think it's a, it's a pretty powerful thing wh- when we do that. But, but how about for yourself? I mean, what are some of the un- unseen things um, that you would do and apply to your life yep. that then a- outwork themselves in, in the church and, sure. and in your life? Yeah, I mean, I, I often talk in our church about routine, right? Like sure. I'm a highly routine sure. individual. And it's interesting because I never, I'm not like naturally wired that way. I'm ra- rather the guy that in university like blitz through prison break in like one week, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I, I didn't grow up with a TV my entire life, yeah. and so as soon as I got a Netflix, I, I just <laughs> I just made up for all the TV I didn't watch. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but that's how I would be naturally wired. But I came across a, a point in my life where I just said like, okay, this isn't this isn't doing anything for me. Like, it, it serves a lot of uh, the indulgent side of me. Like, it's, sure. it's very indulgent. But it is, uh, is it actually like, is it building into me? Is it intentional? Yeah. There's a big difference between indulgent activities and intentional activities. Yeah. Indulgent uh, activities just serve to actually just like mellow you out and make you soft. Right. Whereas intentional activities can actually build you up in all that God's called you to be. And so uh, one of the things that I've done and just made a priority is getting better and better and better and better at routines. And I'm not always good at it, but I recognize that I can't, uh, I used to measure the way that I did routines based on how many days in a row could I do a specific action, right? right? And so just recently, I, I tried to go to the gym for 100 days straight without missing a single day. Yep. And I think in there, my biggest streak was something like 46 days. Yep. And then I got really sick and I had to take a couple of days off. Yeah, and, yeah. and that used to be the, the, um, the pinnacle of success. If I can do as many days in a row and not break that, and if every time I can beat that, then I'm actually, I, I'm doing good in my routines. Yeah. Uh, but the truth is, is that just left me exhausted because as soon as you get to 46 days, it's like, oh, I've got to do 46 again before I beat that record. And so actually, I've, I've actually tracked it the opposite way. So when I break a routine, one of the things that I, I tried to do is I actually measure how long it takes me to get back into that routine from the moment that I broke it. Right. Because I used to take and get really bummed dead after 46 days and be like, oh, look, it's all out the window and everything. It takes me three more weeks to get back into it. And it's like, well, that just defeated the purpose. And so now I actually measure the time based on how long it takes me to get back into it. Right. And now I'm down to like three days once I break a routine of getting back into that routine. Cool. But I was thinking, you know, a a lot of our church knows about routine and and that because I talk about it a lot. But uh, one of the things that I actually institute in my life that people wouldn't see and I, I just hope that, you know, my treasures in heaven aren't taken away from <laughs> mentioning this. But um, I'll just do a little bit more for the big man. But uh, yep. but uh, one of the things uh, that's, you know, near and dear to my heart, I, I was born on Earth Day, and uh, so April 22nd. <laughs> and, uh, I, and it's coming up, so if you want to buy me a gift, I'm big into cycling. Treasures and taken uh, away. <laughs> treasures taken. Officially. Treasures taken. Officially. Yeah. Like, it was literally, I literally just asked for my treasure yeah, to yeah, be yeah, given yeah. to me on Earth. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I was born on Earth Day, and actually my, my parents were janitors when I was born. Mm-hmm. Like, that was what they, what they did. And, I mean, there's a whole story there of how my dad, with a grade 12 education, went from being a janitor to now leading nuclear companies. Like, it, 
it, it's amazing what, he, what God did in the unseen there. But my dad just instilled something in me from a young age, which is make the earth better everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so you'll never see me walk past a piece of garbage without picking it up and throwing it out. Yeah. And uh, quite honestly, I know this sounds a little lame, but as our church continues to grow, it's humbling, right? right. Just making sure that everywhere you go, you're just trying to make things better. Yeah, yeah. And you're never above stooping down and picking up some garbage totally. and throwing it in the garbage. Totally. And honestly, that's just something I do in the unseen to remind myself that I am no better than anybody. Yeah. And I have a responsibility to leave this earth better than what I came in. And so it's just a little thing that I try to do. And now my reward is gone. Sorry, man. I feel bad for you. But, but for you, <laughs> I asked the preaching thing because I think, yeah. again, with the scene stuff, people yeah. forget that literally you said 90%, and I agree it's probably even more than that, sure. 95, whatever. Yeah. Um, but what are some of the things that you do in the unseen that people uh, they might not ever know? Yeah, I, I, exactly. And th- those are good questions. I mean, immediately there are a number th- of things that come to my mind, and as cliche as they are, I really make it a point to um, pray as much as I can. Oh, gosh, and my answer sucked. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Um, there's a great Smith Wigglesworth. How great is that name, Wigglesworth? Oh, my gosh. There's a great Smith Wigglesworth quote that I heard in college, which he says something like, um, you know, I never pray for more than half an hour, but I never go more than half an hour without saying a prayer. And I just thought, Smithy. I thought, like, yeah, Smith, what's your deal, man? That's, so, that's unreal. And I just thought, that's actually really um, that's actually really cool yeah. that that he wants to, that he lived with that type of discipline. And what would that look like applied to my life? And again, I'm not saying that's something that I hit all that well, but as much as I possibly can, I just like th- throw up a thank you to God. That's so you good. know, so um, good. A- as simple as that is. You you'll know. Uh, uh, you could ask my wife. Like whenever we um, like pull into our driveway in our house. I say, thank you, God, for this house. I honestly do. Yeah. Just about every single time we drive in, I'm so thankful. For, thank you, God, for this. And I think that that has done a lot in my life for just making me realize the blessings that I do have. I mean, I could probably say, um, you know, <laughs> interesting that you had a leak in your house. Victoria and I, uh, Sunday night after church, we were <laughs> at home eating a Little Caesars pizza downstairs. Pretty cool, huh? That's the unseen of our life. <laughs> uh, eating a Little Caesars pizza, w- watching YouTube at like 11 p.m. after church or something. And all of a sudden, Victoria's like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, I'm going to bed too. And she jumps down and puts her feet on the carpet in the basement, and it's wet. And same thing, right? <laughs> and I'm like, what are we dealing with right now? The devil. Pull, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebuke the wet, right? And... Uh, <laughs> We like, you know, pull, pull. So here's me and Victoria. Here's a great unseen moment, you know, b- beautiful Sunday in church. Like, and, and, you know, people might see us like on the platform preaching and all this kind of stuff. They don't have any th- problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're home that night and you're like, oh, what is this? What do you know? There's like water all over the floor in the basement. It somehow <laughs> came in. I don't know. I'm outside. Like I'm trying to figure it out. It's middle of the night. You're, Victoria and I in our pajamas are lifting the couch and drying our carpet out and stuff like that. And. It would be easy to just be upset about those things. That's right. But I have found that I am able to handle these things in a different way yeah. because I am saying as much as I can, thank you, God. And that's generally what my prayers consist right. of, to be that's honest. Right. Like, God, thank you for this. And it's done a lot for me in just shifting my perspective on how much 
you know, thank God I have a house to mm-hmm. uh, have a problem mm-hmm. with, right? That's right. And uh, believe me, it, it, like it, that might sound nice on this day, but there are other days where I am just like kicking myself and banging my head against the wall and like, oh, this is so crazy. But it, it, it still keeps me in line and makes yeah. me understand, wow, so blessed to live the life that we live. Truly so thankful, so thankful for where God has taken us and, and the journey and everything involved with that. And, and those are the unseen moments, again, that um, they can make or break a person. Absolutely. The way that we respond to those things, the yeah. way that we act in the, you, you know, if we're only um, acting with integrity and if we're only people of character in the seen moments of life, yeah. and then as soon as you get off either the literal platform or you get off whatever platform people are seeing you in and you're just like a jerk and you're a complainer and you yeah. hate life and you don't like anybody, I, I mean, if that's how you are in the unseen, uh, that scene platform is not going to last very long for you. But we need to make sure that it's in those unseen moments uh, where things aren't always glamorous, where people aren't always watching, that we're uh, people of character, people of integrity, people of uh, discipline, people that are passionate, people that love Jesus, people yeah. that worship, people. You know, I remember when I... Um, uh, I led a creative team. I was a creative pastor before um, when we lived in Sweden, Victoria and I. And, you know, one of the things um, that I had to make very clear with our creative team was, um, hey, if you, your life off the platform doesn't line up with who you are, uh, if, if who you are on the platform doesn't line up with who you are off the platform, then yeah. uh, you can't be on the platform. That's right. right. Like, that's so important. And well, that I goes back to the unseen. Yeah, I love, I love the quote, uh, something along the lines of, Talent will take you places, only character will keep you. That's so good. And, uh, and I think, like, as you were mentioning earlier on, like sometimes people get the, the privilege of being on a platform or find themselves in the spotlight. Yeah. And it's a scary place because you can see people that are backpedaling, trying to make up for the character that they should have been building all along. That's right. And I think one of the things that just interests us in talking about the unseen is I'm, I think all leadership talk is all about like what is seen. Right. It's yeah, most of it is in like this is how you be better as a leader in the things people can see. This is what you yeah. can do. This is how you be. This is how you act. This is how you interact. This yeah. is, and yet uh, similar to uh, preparing for a message or mm. or the, or the like, ninety five percent of it nobody sees. Yeah, and unfortunately, we ha- literally have an entire generation that's growing up and uh, living for the moments that they are seeing. Yeah. You know, like you see it, we're at Birch, a coffee shop here in Waterloo, and uh, it's so funny because you'll be sitting there and all of a sudden, you know, it's, and I don't mean to pick on the ladies, but usually it's a, it's a girl and uh, she's, she's got her cup there and she's taking a selfie and it's, and it's in the background and, and you're going whatever else. And, and honestly, you can tell it's about to be a beautiful photo. Like, I'm like, I want to find that photo because I guarantee you it looks nothing like the moment I'm seeing, you know? And, uh. And she's taking it, and, and I love it because a few times it'll say, like, five different takes and, you know, whatever else, and, and guys do it too. But uh, the, fu- the funny thing is, is that uh, it's, it's what after that, it, it characterizes so much of life because immediately after that it's back slumped in the chair and it's, you know, taxing and, like, you know, and you can just tell it's like, hey, that beautiful thing that you could have been actually enjoying, that, that nice, beautiful coffee, the latte, you know, something that quite honestly does have a lot of beauty in it. It's yeah. an artwork. It's a craft. Yeah. I, I love that aspect of coffee shops. But uh, you're actually missing out on it. It's getting colder as you slump and wonder whether or not this is going to get the traction yeah. in the scene. And you're actually missing out on living your life in the unseen. That's good. Yeah, that's right. 
I, I do think that if more people in churches just tried to focus on what isn't seen, mm-hmm. that the world would not be able to not notice the transformation that is being seen. Yeah, totally. You know, the more that we clean the outside of the cup and forget that the inside is quite dirty, as Jesus talks about, yeah. um, the more the world is interested, but when they get inside, realizes, ah, this is pretty, it's moldy, it's yeah. gross. Yeah, it's that's true. It's not, I, this isn't somewhere I want to live. That's right. But the more that we can actually clean on that inside, and naturally people are, are drawn to you, they're attracted to you, yeah. they wonder what's going on inside of you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's so important. I know um, Victoria and I were having uh, some dinner tonight, and I asked her around this idea, like, what do you, you know, what do you think about this idea? And uh, she just, Victoria just like fires off quotes like there's no tomorrow. Okay, I'm like, where are you hearing this? Like, did you make this up? And like, <laughs> this is this is unbelievable. And she like the first thing she just like immediately said to me is, "What's done in secret will out in the storm." And I was like, "Oh, geez, that's that's good, Victoria." <laughs> she what, does say these things. Hey? I'm like, "What? Where are you coming up with this? Like, this is unreal." And she's just like in her right. She's like, "Oh, like when I'm like power of the unseen." She's like, "Yeah, what's done in secret will out in the storm." And I'm like, "Oh, geez." <laughs> I'm that's just gonna follow Victoria around so with a true. little notebook. And yeah, yeah. Somebody out there should make a like Victoria says Twitter account or something, and just like tweet these little things. I don't know. Uh, Immediately came to mind, I'm like, she should title, (laughs) (laughs) handle should be Victoria's Secrets. And then I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't look that up, church. Oh, man, that's perfect. (laughs) That would be awesome. Brilliant. Brilliant. What's spoken in the secret will end the storm. Brilliant. Great idea. (laughs) Anyways. The the truth is, is that we get the, (laughs) we get the privilege of looking behind uh, the scenes yeah. The lives of, of Emma and Victoria, and True. I don't know, uh, you know, the church, I, I know they take us seriously when we say that they're really the better half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't have to convince them no, of that, no, no, I don't no, think. No, 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 no. But it is it is amazing over the last, you know, Emma, Emma specifically I can speak to. I live with her every day. And sure. Amazing woman. And, uh, you know, she gets this a lot, like, how do you do what you do? And I, I just say, like, you've got to do in the unseen what a lot of people aren't willing right. to do for a heck of a lot of time to be able to carry all that Emma carries. And, uh, and I think she's just a walking example of this. And, uh, and I, 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 love, I love that quote because it, it comes out so often because I actually have a propensity, you know, when the floor's wet, yeah. uh, just freak out. Sure. You know, because it's like, oh, gosh, you know, <laughs> forgetting uh, most of what you just said. Right. And, uh, and, and the truth is, is that sometimes it j- just takes someone stronger to come alongside you that yeah. has been uh, working those things out in the unseen to say, yeah. hey, but we have a house. Hey, sure. but aren't you glad that we have our health to clean this up? Hey, aren't yeah. you glad we're doing this as a married couple? Yeah, hey. exactly. You know, and, uh, and we need that in our lives. So, so it's so important. It really is. Um, has this been helpful at all to you guys? Is this okay? So cool. I, d- I do think, you know, as we close this off, that as we as Slate Church do in the unseen, mm-hmm. uh, what many are unwilling to do, I really do think that we're going to continue the momentum that God has already started. Yeah. I look around a room like this, and, and I know you do too, Luke, and it's like, wh- how does this many people show up at a, on a weeknight yeah. at 6.30 right after work, many people not even eating before they came here, yeah. or eating something that they didn't want to put in their bodies on the way here from... Or, or did want to, but shouldn't. Uh, yeah, that's body. a better way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but coming into an, uh, a team night like this, I mean, that you could be doing anything with your life, and, yeah. and yet this is really 
what, uh, what people are going to see, it results from, from nights like this. You know, what people do see through Slate Church is actually going to manifest itself through things like prayer morning. Uh, and just for a second, like, yeah, prayer mornings are totally, unbelievable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thursday mornings at 6.30 in the morning. And I love that some people, they've got to go to work at 7, but they still show up from 6.30 yeah, to 7. Not? I love the people that, like, clearly can't get out of the bed on time. And they show up at like 6.45, 6.50, but they still just made it out anyway. There's a lot of grace in the morning. A lot of grace in yeah, the morning. Yeah, you're right. And, uh, and I love that thing, those things. But, you know, even behind the scenes, I've just been paying uh, extra attention over the last little while. And I loved how a couple of weeks ago when we had baptisms and I walked into one of the green rooms where people that are getting, getting baptized get changed and ready. Yep. And all the extra clothes that we have for them aren't just thrown in a pile on a desk, but they're literally, they're laid out more neat than yeah, any, you're right. uh, any clothing store that I've ever seen lay out their clothes. It's, it's cool. all ready to go. It has a welcome packet on top of it. It has all these different things, like if they forgot deodorant or, yeah. uh, and, and I'm just like, nobody sees that yeah. in our church. And yet there's a team that's saying like, you know what, this matters because people are making a big decision tonight. It's pretty cool. And I just, lo- I, I love that. I love the intentionality from Nadine and the team. I, 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 yeah. I just, I think that these are the things that are actually going to push us over the edge and people are going to be able to see our hearts because, again, if, if we're only cleaning the outside and just this looks good, people are going to find us out pretty quick. Yep. Uh, but I love that there is a heart in this church, literally a heart in this church to say, you know what, we're going to take care of what's done in the unseen. Yeah. And so I think our encouragement as pastors tonight is, hey, let's apply that to our own personal lives. Because as humans in this place, as individuals, as we get healthy in the unseen, yeah. our church will get healthy in the unseen. And God ultimately gets the glory of what is seen. It's amazing. Amazing. Awesome. Well, tonight was exciting because we got to give you guys just a, a, a little teaser of what our podcast is. Yeah. Make sure when it releases later this week, you check it out. We have a great conversation that we had. It's super uh, cool. It is fantastic. Uh, all, I w- all we'll say is it, it, it's all about uh, the 10-7-5 rule, okay? That's what it is. That's all we're going to say. Yeah, you're going to know. Uh, make and, sure you check it Dr. out. And Dr. Phil uh, gets a shout-out. Yeah, he does. So for those reasons alone, for Dr. Phil alone, <laughs> may, may, make sure. Maybe someday he'll be on the podcast, hey? I don't know. All right. Let's dream big. Hey, why not? Make, make sure you check it out. But this is the kind of stuff that we're talking about, and we're excited to be able to do it. But um, thanks for letting us do this tonight. This has been a fun little experiment to see if it worked. And I think it worked. Absolutely. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. And, yep. and for everybody listening to our podcast right now, yeah. you gotta, you, I'm not the host. You've got to close it off. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> I have, like, no script in my mind. We'll say, all right. Well, thanks for listening to the forum with Luke and Brandon. So glad that you tuned into this podcast. Make sure you uh, subscribe in iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts. And why not tell a friend? And also, why not rate us in the iTunes store? Come on. That really helps us. Uh, So keep on listening. Thanks for listening. We love you. Have an awesome week. And we'll see you next time. Slate Church, can you say bye? Thank you.